who would like to start us off with the first question? First of all, I'm so grateful for, uh, for Dr. Saadi's uh, amazing khutbah. Um, and actually, I want to say today, how about whenever we hand the mic off, whoever is speaking, why don't you share something that you're grateful for first, and then you can ask your question. Also, I'm like, obviously not an expert on this topic, so I hope it's, I would love to also just hear reflections. Uh, if there are no questions, it's fine not to have questions. So, yeah, but... My sister actually passed away from Logaric's disease. So when you said that, it really hit home for me. And I was there when she passed away, and that totally changed my life. Being a prisoner in your own body, I started being grateful to, for things that I never even thought existed, like just the fact that I could breathe on my own every day. So... Um, Going back to what you said about practicing gratitude every day, what I did was I started a gratitude jar. <laughs> so I have one for gratitude, one for sabr, and one for um, just humility. So basically what I do is every day, at the end of the day, I pray two rakas, and then I just say alhamdulillah, um, hundred times, but I also write out the things that I'm grateful for and I put it in the jar. So at the end of the year, I go back and, or when I'm having a bad day, I go and open the jar and then I read some of the stuff that really, you know, makes me grateful. I think it's a great way of practicing. Um, and like you said, initially it was very difficult. <laughs> Um, I couldn't, I could barely find stuff to be grateful for, but alhamdulillah, now even when I'm after, I, like I do it after Isha, like you mentioned, and um, so when I do it now, instead of finding something negative, it's all positive. And I become so grateful to the point that I'm actually crying, you know, like when I'm making the du'as and stuff. So it makes a huge difference. Because to me, um, not only does it like help you as a person to reflect on things, but also it really makes you satisfied with everything else. So it's like that inner peace, you know? So I would definitely recommend um, what you said. It, it makes a huge difference in one's life. So I'm grateful for so many things. <laughs> Just being here today, you know? Like, it's amazing people here. Like, I have met some of the most amazing women at this masjid. Because when I first, the first time I came here, I had just moved from Atlanta. And I made so many friends just coming to this women's masjid. So I'm really grateful for what you are doing. May Allah reward you immensely for it and everybody that participates in here. It's really awesome. I mean. I was just going to say, I have, in the beginning, I, um, with my three good things, sometimes I would just, like, have to just think of one good thing, because it is hard. I think, in, in our, we're so trained to just constantly focus on the negatives, and especially, I'm a very type A person, so I'm always like, what are things that I could be doing better? Um, and that comes a lot more naturally, so, but... Yeah, at the end of it, then you're just thinking, oh, this, this, I could be grateful for this, I could be grateful for this. So I, I love the gratitude jar. So um, what would you say, you know, to people who are really struggling with like a, a really difficult time? Because I know some people might say like, oh, I can take a break from gratitude or, 
or is it better to double down on gratitude during those times? What's your recommendation and thoughts on that? Um, well, I'd love everyone's thoughts on this, but I think, again, like any, um, any sort of practice, it's good to do it even in those difficult times, right? So um, I think about building habit, again, just for example, our daily prayers, you know, you do it even if you're really busy, so, right? You get down this, you could think, oh, well, now I'm really busy. Let me just make it later if I skip it. Um, and so you could do that with, you could, if you have that mentality, you could think about everything in your life where you could delay it or not think of doing it. But I think even in those moments, um, you can find something to be grateful for. Um, and again, it's sort of part of building that practice. Um, and I think even in terms of um, like patients that I see, I think even in sort of moments of illness or vulnerability, that there's still usually something that you can be grateful for, whether it's just you know having you're lucky enough to have family or you're lucky to have access to healthcare. Again, it, it, each person is different, but there's um, it really does help your mindset. Uh, even in those really difficult times. Assalamu alaikum, and thank you very much for your kubah. It was wonderful. Um, definitely makes you think. And I think um, as Muslims, we don't seem to think that happiness is something that we are supposed to have. So just the fact that you say, and then you know, you reference the Quran, and how many times a certain uh, statement or a comment is made. I I think we just need to um, do and reflect as you say, but realize that Islam isn't a religion, and and I don't think any religion is a religion where we're not supposed to be happy, we're not supposed to be at peace. So we have to find that wherever it is, and when am I grateful for? I'm, I am grateful to be alive. I am grateful to be here. I'm grateful to be a Muslim, okay? So I could go on and on and on and on, and you know, and if I told you my personal woes, you'd be thinking, well, goodness gracious, are you sure you're grateful? Yes, I am grateful to be alive. I am grateful to be a Muslim. I am grateful to be a woman. I am grateful to have the capacity to think so we have to find in, in our happiness and everything and even the negative and the oppositions and the difficulties that we experience in life are our challenges to make sure that we learn how to get our inner happiness, whatever it may be. So that's Priscilla's philosophy of the day based on our Katiba's thing. Thank you so much, Priscilla. I really appreciate you saying that because that was one of the things when I was thinking about even the topic of the khutbah. I was like, man, I've gone to so many khutbahs where you leave and it's such a downer, like afterwards, and you're just either feeling depressed or you're like, oh, I'm a terrible human being, or like, you know, I, um, which, you know, obviously there are things we can always work on, but I, I uh, really wanted to pick something that was a bit more uplifting and sort of that, yes, giving permission to ourselves to be happy and to be grateful. So I appreciate that. And I think um, that's such a great point you made about, you know, religion's not teaching us to not be happy. I think the mix-up in the message comes from when 
we, it depends on what we identify as what makes us happy. So yes, if we look at our culture, American culture, and um, you look at things like alcohol, drugs, like whatever these vices are that promise happiness but actually are not making people happy if you actually are with them, you know, in those moments, that's not true happiness. So God and religion is not telling us to not be happy, but to, to really seek out true happiness, not those fleeting things that actually leave us really upset afterwards. Uh, it's not a question, but I'm just grateful for being here. Uh, we came all the way from Chicago, and the first thing my daughter said is we have to go on Friday to pray with the Muslim woman. And that was like a dream came true for me because I heard a lot about you guys, but I never even thought that I would be here with all of you. And I do appreciate that so much. And everything you guys said, whether it's gratefulness or being Muslim or being a woman, is right on the dot. Every one of us should appreciate that and should go and teach our kids, our relative, whoever we have next to us, all of these things. And thank you so much for being here and for being part of this. Anytime and every time I come to LA, you can count on me being here. Thank you so much. And by the way, I'm grateful for my grandson. <laughs> Welcome. We're very happy to have you. Anyone else? Oh, I guess everybody's shy today, huh? Is it, it's the cold weather. I was going to say, I'm grateful for snow in L.A. What is that? <laughs> it's so cold. I can't feel my toes. But alhamdulillah, I have toes. Yes. <laughs> no, no. They said in Malibu and Pasadena. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you brought Chicago with you. That's what happened. <laughs> Nobody else? Oh, Samia. Uh, Kate, uh, I'm also grateful for many, many things, including the Women's Mosque, because it's such a nurturing and supportive community. And in terms of my question, um, I love thinking about gratitude and how to use gratitude in our lives. And I also recognize that oftentimes, you know, tapping into that gratitude attitude is just part of the solution that can help us be really resilient and begin to problem solve in our lives. So I was wondering if you could give some uh, thoughts or feedback on, um, okay, once we have tapped into that sense of gratitude, what else can we do uh, to keep moving forward and finding positive solutions? Um. I think that's a really good point because there was in a longer version of the khutbah when I had initially started writing it, I had a section on how sometimes people think, oh, well, if you're just like thankful for everything, then you become complacent about problems that might be happening and then you might not act on it because you're just you're like, oh, I'm happy about everything. Like, but obviously there's so many problems you know, that we should be working on. Um, and one of the... Um, and I don't, I think this is just a saying from um, uh, uh, Imam Ali, I'm not, I'm not sure 100%, but, or it could be a hadith, but I just know this saying, um, which was that, um, and I love it so much, but it says, even if I knew the world is going to end tomorrow, I would still plant um, sort of the apple tree today. And it's this idea that even 
um, again, that as Muslims, that we should always be thinking about how to act and how to be making the world a better place. And I, it's like thinking about, oh, I listen to the saying, it's like, oh, the world literally could be ending tomorrow. And it could be like, this is the end of everything. But even in that moment, um, doing something that's going to benefit um, the, the world. Um, and I think about that sort of as hand in hand that, yes, you can think about um, gratitude, but not in the sense that it should make you complacent, but in the sense of, uh, what I mentioned of like, how do I pay this forward so that other people can also have this feeling so that other people can share in this. Um, I don't know if I have, other people have any wisdom, but that's sort of what I had been, uh, I'd been thinking about in sort of the longer version of the khutbah when I had initially written it. Could have done the longer version. <laughs> that, yeah, I think that is a hadith. Um, but you saying that remind me of uh, um, another one um, where I believe it was Imam Ali said um, he was asked which water to drink from. The options were like regular uh, temperature water and cold water. And he said, tell them to drink from the cold water so that they can be grateful. So kind of going back to Priscilla's point of like, you know, we don't have to, you know, shun pleasure. Um, you know, in fact, sometimes going after something that makes us happy can increase our gratitude towards God. So there's even blessings in that. Um, but that's something that's always stuck with me, yeah, about Imam Ali. Anybody else? Oh, watch, now they're popping up. Just wait, right when we need to end, 10,000 hands will go. <laughs> okay, yes. I just wanted to say that I appreciate that it's translated in English, because sometimes when I go to the mosque, um, it's full in Arabic, which I love, but I don't understand everything. Um, but I go anyway to pray and so more peaceful and to be in the setting of everyone else, like as in a faithful way and an appreciative way that there's other people I take a moment to just give thanks. Um, so I like that I was able to understand it in English. Um, and yeah, it was, it was really pretty. And I, my prayer today at home, I pray every morning for 30 minutes and do, the, do my thing. Um, I do the three things every morning, what I'm grateful for, and then I do three things that I want to be, you know, so I can keep growing until I focus on that. Um, and then I pray after. Um, but it told me, I mean, I'm glad you guys do it. It's once a month, and I'm happy I can make it. I'm, I'm going to keep coming. And everyone's great. <laughs> Thanks. Assalamu alaikum. Um, I'm going to start with what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful that I got out of the bed, and I went on your Facebook, and I saw that there, there's a ticket for today. So I was like, okay. I was, like, looking for, you know, I was like, I need to, be, I need to have more gratitude in my life. Um, it, it's a missing element, and... I was like, why not attend a lecture on it? And I'm so grateful that I came and I heard your lecture. Thank you so much for all your words and wisdom that you gave us. Um, for me, I actually, um, I used to frequent mosques in LA and Orange County vicinity a lot, um, in the last, uh, just growing up. And then I guess in the last two, three years, I haven't gone to the mosque at all. Um, that was a personal choice. There was a lot of low points, things that just, I don't know, maybe mosque culture or just my issues in my life, whatever, I just stopped going. And then, I don't know, I just a few days ago, um, well, because you're in the neuro, I'll just say, and this, is, this feels, feels like a safe space, but I started taking like, you know, prescriptions that I had to take. And then, I don't know, maybe neurotransmitters are like working their magic. But I was like, the first thing I was like, I need, I was just so happy, like literally two or three days ago this happened. And I was just so happy today. 
And I don't know why, I was like, I need to get out of the house and go in sunlight. And I saw your um, post. So yeah, this is really like, I'm really blessed to be here. Thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> yeah. And, and then also I wanted to say thank you to all the Muslims here because um, I come, well, I grew up Shia and then we're like, um, but my family is, my extended family is a mix. And that was like really just, I never liked to pray in front of like other sex because, you know, I didn't want to get judged or anything. And just to see you be so open and to people respond so openly, that was very empowering. So thank you for that space. <laughs> I say I, um, I definitely get super self-conscious about praying in front of other people as well. And I did this. Um, and that's why I like was very intentional about when I talked to Hassan about this of being like I at least just mentioning it, um, just so that you guys like I sometimes have happened. And some places are not as open, right? So sometimes I would literally like just hide it in my hand, and you like sneak it when you're trying to like the torva. You like sneak it while you're making sujood because you just don't know how people are going to perceive it and um, it's just really nice being in, um, uh, in this space and I just do also want to acknowledge that yes sometimes just like getting out of bed and getting out of the house is like a really big accomplishment and I've had days like that and times like that and I'm um, really happy that you're here. I just wanted to also thank you for sharing your emotions and um, I feel very, very grateful for that. And um, thank you so much for the Hafez quotes. It, um, this moment reminded me of another Hafez quote. Um, if our hearts come out of the, from behind the veil, don't mind it. If we expose our feelings, if we are vulnerable, don't mind that. Thank God that we don't remain behind the veil of thinking. So there's just so much more to our sharing that we're just um, to be here together to share our feelings, to share different states of being, whatever that might be. And um, I'm so grateful for that. And I've, I've come to this space in many, many different states of, extreme ups and downs in my own life. So I'm very, very grateful for having um, that continuity and this community. Can I make this up? My, I'm gonna make recommendations of my favorite poetry books by Hafez. One of them is called The Gift. Um, and the translation I think is uh, by someone named Daniel something, but um, uh, it is one of my favorite books and I um, read it a lot. So it's just called The Gift by Hafez. And then there is, especially for um, like interfaith settings, um, but one of the sections is just poems by Hafiz, but it's called Love Poems from God. Um, and it has uh, sections from people of different faiths, but one of them is Hafiz, and then it has from like uh, from uh, poets from like Christian, other faiths, um, but it's called Love Poems from God, and it's also one of my favorite uh, poetry books that I like to read. 
Um, and then also, I forgot to make the announcement earlier, but if you guys ever share anything that you don't want us to publish online, just let me know or let Samia know and we'll cut it out. Um, but we do want to make this a safe space, so we want everyone to feel comfortable sharing. So just know, you know, this is a safe space. Um, whatever you want to stay in here can stay in here. Um, just let us know if you have that request. All right, we'll do one last question and then we will end for today. We're on, ending on time, nice. This is just... Um, <laughs> an announcement in regards to like a March 30th event that someone may be involved in on the radio. Oh, no need, okay. no need. <laughs> can I? Sure, you can. All right. <clears throat> um, March the 30th, American Muslim Radio 360. Sister Hasna is going to be their special guest. <laughs> and uh, they're very excited. They hadn't heard, I was running my mouth, and they hadn't heard, and they asked a few questions about the Women's Mosque of America, and um, these were men, and um, our beautiful Muslim brothers. And so uh, they came, they had some really nice twist to, positive twist. You know, I thought it was really cute, you know. It's like, well, it sounds like to me that your sisters are just expanding what the Quran says you're supposed to have. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> anyway, um, they extended an invitation to um, Hasna and, um, and myself and Sister Nayawiya. Yeah, they've both been two past uh, khatibas. I'm not sure where it is. I just said yes. <laughs> AM 360 radio, blog radio, that's all I know. I'm not really um, that savvy. See, I'm trying, I'm, uh, one thing I'm working on, so in terms of gratitude, because um, I, I am generally just a very, very grateful person, but one blind spot I realized I had was I wasn't grateful for myself or I didn't ever want to acknowledge any of my own accomplishments or anything. So normally I'd be like, shh, don't say anything for some, <laughs> but I'm working on that. So the, I, I don't know the details because normally I'd be like, nothing's happening. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can ask Priscilla, inshallah. Um, I wanted to ask a question about relating your expertise to the gratitude from neurology. Um, uh, SubhanAllah, I, I, someone once told me that like we, you can trick the brain when you smile, you're, you know, everything, yeah. What about gratitude, if, if you can tell us anything from your expertise in neurology and the body or, yeah. Well, so the, I think the way that I think about it is um, uh, you build neural networks, so it's like, it, pretty much your brain will train itself to even like your thought processes. So that's why sometimes we have like automatic negative thoughts, for example, is because there's just like a network that's automatically primed and imagine like you think of one thought and it'll go into a chain and you just think about all these other thoughts, right? And for a lot of us, I would, or I speak for myself, is that that negativity is a lot more automatic. And so by doing things like practicing gratitude or anything else, you're just building a new neural network. And so the more you do it, you just imagine those connections being made over time. And then um, it, then you just prime it with those thought processes and it, just thinking of it as another loop that is going through that you can train your brain to do in, as opposed to other thought processes. I don't know if that makes sense, but. 
Can I add one last yeah. thing? Subhanallah, what you just said reminded me of the ayah, the, the more you um, give, give gratitude, the more you will receive more. So subhanallah, like how that links to yeah. what you just said, subhanallah. So thank you all for coming. If you could um, help us clean up, um, we'd be very grateful. Also, please uh, leave a donation on your way out. Um, and we encourage you all to get to know each other. This is a great place to meet new friends. Um, and if you haven't introduced yourself to me, please come up and say hi, because i that's part of what I'm giving back to myself, is because I, I want to meet all of you. That makes me very happy. So please come and say hi. Um, and inshallah, we'll see you next uh, month, March 29th. Okay, assalamu alaikum.